A busy week for the Minnesota Wild, and help is on the way. We take a look at the reinforcements called up for the West Coast road trip, as well as how the Wild fare in all of the games coming up this week, today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, Alex Micheletti joins the show as we discuss the wild call-ups for the week and a look at the West Coast road trip that is going to unfold here over the uh, next few days. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And as mentioned, it is a Micheletti Monday. Alex Micheletti joining us here today. And uh, we got what we wanted. Some reinforcements on the way for the Wild here this week. And it sounds like they're about halfway to, uh, to being healthy with Jordan Greenway expected to return by uh, Tuesday at the earliest. And then Marcus Foligno may be traveling on the trip. Uh, for the wild here in this one, so we're we're getting close to uh, to back towards healthy. Yeah, it's huge, uh, especially getting Greenway back. Um, you know, can get uh, um, that identity line here soon uh, because that you know the Eck Greenway Felina line. That's when the wild are going. That's their best line. Um, and uh, yeah, seeing seeing those three being reunited would would ease the pain of not having Ryan Hartman for for a long time. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to it for sure. Now, it's interesting because there are kind of two schools of thought in the wild had the whole weekend off. They had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with uh, no games. Uh, their next game will be tomorrow night against the Los Angeles Kings. And you know, getting the team back to kind of where they have been playing over the past few games. You could look at it as a potential momentum stopper, but I think where this team is at, considering what they just went through in the injury department, I think it came at the perfect time. Yeah, they really needed it. Um, You know, against, you know, that Seattle game, there was guys just cast them Um, and the 11, seven combo did not do them any favors. Um, I hope we never ever have to see that ever again. Um, yeah, just they just look disjointed, and so um, yeah, the break came at a, just the perfect time. Uh, you know, especially for some of the top end guys, uh, Boldy, uh, Kaprizov, Zuccarello, they were playing a ton of minutes, and so they needed a rest for sure. Well, and you know, as I I talked about this after the Seattle game, is getting Greenway back and getting close to closer to getting Marcus Foligno back, it does give this team that punch that they're lacking. It just it seemed like in the game against Seattle that the Kraken were able to be physical without any fear of any sort of retaliation whatsoever. And uh, the Wild were losing all the board battles, uh, just you know, um, getting outworked. And uh, that's a team they should beat. You know, Seattle has improved. Um, you know, they're getting a lot of young talent, Maddie Beneers and 
uh, Shane Wright, uh, but uh, um, and they you know got a key free agent signing in Andre Burakovsky, who's a heck of a player. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a team the Wild you know should still beat, and so um, yeah, they they just needed a, they were in desperate need of a break, and that uh, yeah that game it was not on Mark Andre Fleury at all, um, no. who had been playing amazing hockey um, right before that, so. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week here, another road trip. Um, we'll see how it goes. Let's talk about the uh, the call-ups, Joseph Cramarosa and Adam Beckman, who was uh, just on Lockdown Wild here last week. Uh, getting the call-ups, um, I, it, was there anybody else that you maybe thought should have, or is are those two pretty good names, do you think, to uh, to come up here and uh, and play on this road trip at least? Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Mitchell Chafee too. Um, you know, he's he's gotten a chance previously, but yeah, I'm fine with those. You know, Beckman and Camarosa, who's <laughs> a physical guy. Um, you know, they probably called him up for a reason because uh, you know there's a couple teams out there out out west that are physical, especially LA with the mm-hmm. knucklehead Lemieux. So um, you know, if Camarosa <laughs> has to play, they have another guy that can can fight a guy like that. Um, so. Um, yeah, I'm 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 cool. And Beckman deserves another shot. Um, yeah, you know, he he had a tough year last year, but uh, you know he's played before and had some success. So uh, I'd like to see him get get in the lineup there. I think he can do what Mason Shaw um, has been doing. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. And it's in no coincidence the fact that he has heated up over the last couple of games. Had uh, a goal through the first, I think, five games of the season, and now is up to three goals over the last few games. I think that coincides directly with the fact that, again, as mentioned, and you can find it if you didn't have a chance to listen, he was on Lockdown Wild last week. So I think uh, I think the stock's rising directly because of that. Lockdown Wild bump, we can call yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, is, as far as lines go, I, I agree with you fully that I don't want to see the 11-7, and I don't think we will anymore because that was just <laughs> it was hideous. But right. I... I liked what we were seeing so much from the uh, Duhame, Eriksonek, and uh, Hartman line, but now I think you put. I think you got to just put Greenway and Eriksonek back together. Get mm-hmm. those two. Get those two put together. Then I think you go Boldy and Rossi on a line. You go Kaprizov, Zuccarello, Goudreau because that combo has been working well. And beyond that, I mean. Beyond that, I don't really know. I mean, maybe you put maybe you put Beckman with Erickson Eck and Greenway. Yeah, I think I, I really like that. Yeah, for sure. And then you've just you've got, you know, Tyson Jost, Sam Steele, Connor Dewar probably is your fourth line, and then Mason yep. Shaw maybe with so maybe what you do is this. You could put Mason Shaw with uh Erickson Eck and Greenway. And then Adam Beckman with Boldy and Rossi to give you a little bit of that Iowa spark. Be exciting, uh, <laughs> very exciting to watch for sure. I'm putting. I have both. That's my, a lot of young guys on one line, but um, yeah, it'd be lot, lots of fun for sure. I have both my hands up. Just you know, why not? Why not give it a shot and see what happens? Right. Um, you know and. Yes, against against some teams that uh, you know it's worth experimenting. Uh, you know, LA and, and Seattle and Anaheim, who is a complete uh, 
complete mess. I think Anaheim's the game you have to give Gustafson to. Yeah, um, you have to start Flurry against LA. I, I just, I if if Gustafson has to play against LA, I, I don't see that ending up well. So no, and I mean Flurry, I think. This time around, I think he's going to have a better chance against the Kings because, as we'll talk about here in a little bit, they're very up and down. And they still really have a lot of things they need to iron out at this point in the season. Yeah, defensively, they're kind of just all over the place. And, I mean, they just lost to uh, Dallas. They lost to Chicago. So, I mean, they're losing. Um, and uh, their goaltending is is very shaky. <laughs> Uh, you just never know what you're going to get out of Johnny Quick. And Oof. he almost just got his eyes taken out by Matthew Kachuk. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, Kachuk just got a two-game suspension for that, too. That was just uh, crazy. Hideous. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting and get to see uh, our friend Kevin Fiala, who's now on the third line for the Kings, which is is interesting yeah let's um in fact let's let's dive into that a little further because i think i even brought this up in our uh, group chat Mm -hmm. when i saw the news but there is a reason that that is the case and so we'll take a little bit of a further look at the kings and also the rest of the road trip as we continue today's episode of locked on wild after this if you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to take a listen. Right now, Lockdown Wild listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security systems for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, so you don't want to miss it. And whether you are a first time home buyer trying to set the groundwork for a safe and secure home, or a longtime homeowner looking to up your ease of mind and security, Simply Safe can do that. For you. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring systems use the Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't miss out. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen of the day, make sure you check out Game to Game for the NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game to game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. You can follow game to game on Locked on NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Minnesota Wild starting up a road trip here tomorrow night. They will be at the Los Angeles Kings at the Anaheim Ducks, at Seattle, then home against the San Jose Sharks before going at Nashville and then having a seven-game homestand. How that makes any sense, I have no idea. But let's talk about the Los Angeles Kings a little more because, uh, as you alluded to, Kevin Fiala, 
is playing a third-line role for the Kings right now, but it's not necessarily because of what his lack of production. It's just that the guys in front of him in the lineup right now are on an absolute heater, including one uh, Mr. Velarde, uh, who is uh, leading the way with nine goals and five assists already on the season. Gabe Velarde absolutely playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, um, you know, he's always had a kid that has had a lot of talent. Um, and now when you get to play with guys like uh, Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe, that's, um, that's, that's pretty, pretty elite. Um, and so, um, you know, they're giving him a chance and we'll see if he continues to run with it. Um, and he's been great on the power play for them too. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's a heck of a line to watch because, you know, uh, uh, Kopitar will – he he plays the entire and the entire uh, ice and uh, he can get the puck to Kempe and Velarde and uh, you know he's so good defensively and uh, such a great passer and so when you get to play with those two that you're, you expect a lot of points to come your way for sure. Cal Peterson, I'm looking at his numbers uh, over his last five appearances. His uh, goals against average on the season is four point three, which is not great. Um, he allowed the six to the Wild, then three against Nashville, three in one period against Pittsburgh, beat Toronto, and <laughs> then gave up five goals to Dallas. So his numbers, not great. Jonathan Quick, four and four. His goals against average is 3.34 with an 890 save percentage. So Kings goaltending, not great. Offense, very good. And so uh, this should be a relatively high-scoring affair to start off the road trip. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Uh, you know, it's a uh, it's a wild team that's uh, still trying to figure out their identity here a little bit. Um, and you got a Kings team that's kind of scuffling along. Uh, you know, they they put up a ton of goals, but their goalies have been giving up goals left and right. Um, um, and so, yeah, these are two teams that are kind of starting a little rivalry too. Uh, you know, the, the Drew Doughty comments still ring <laughs> uh, about Kaprizov, uh, him, him saying that Kaprizov was overrated. And so, um, and then you got Brendan Lemieux, who's gotten into it previously with Mark, Marcus Foligno. And so, um, yeah, it's uh, should be, should be a high scoring intense battle. Um, and, to get a win against LA would just be huge the, for the rest of the week. Um, yeah. We saw, we saw how that uh, worked um, in the last road trip into Canada. Um, and so hopefully the wild can get, get right uh, tomorrow night. for sure. After that, they will take on the Anaheim ducks, Anaheim, not, uh, not particularly good, but they have some fun young players on that team. Trevor Zegras, who um, moonwalked his way to a shootout goal, uh, essentially. He just kind of <laughs> slow skated it in, and he's got um, seven goals already on the season. Troy Terry was 17 points in the Ducks' first 13 games of the season. So even though they're not playing well and John Gibson's numbers, whew, uh, <laughs> not great. But um, again, like we saw against the Kraken, this is a team with some good young talent, and if – you don't show up there's potential for some bad things to happen yes um their goalies are going to give up you know stolars gives up a ton of goals too if, if he ends up playing but uh 
um, yeah, they can score too, uh, you know, and they have uh, uh, John Klingberg, who for whatever reason decided to sign with Anaheim. <laughs> you know, that's a guy that's uh, um, kind of like Chicago too. They're going to have a lot of guys that are probably going to be dealt at the at the trade deadline. So that's uh, that's a that's a guy on the back end that's that's pretty good. And you know, Kevin Chattenkirk's been in this league forever. It seems like. <laughs> And so, yeah, they uh, they have uh, a mixed match of uh, some high-end young talent and some older guys, too, and Adam Henrique, who's off to a really good start, too. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, the Wild usually play well against Anaheim, but uh, like you said, um, if, they, if the Wild play defensively like they started off the season, like that first week, you know, guys like Zegers and Troy Terry are going to clean up. So... <laughs> It, it's going to be an interesting, you know, it's a back-to-back game too. So we'll see how the wild feel after probably a really uh, physical game against uh, uh, LA. Yeah. So, and hopefully Gustafson can, can, <laughs> can save their bacon a little bit too, if he ends up uh, having to play. We already, we saw what Seattle is going to try to do. So I think we're familiar enough with, mm-hmm. uh, with what's going on there, but we got to talk about the final game of the week, which is the San Jose Sharks and <laughs> the guy who is just, just lighting it up. Like we all expected he would be uh, wild bill Carlson, Eric Carlson with 10 goals already and 19 points on the season so far for a defenseman, because that's a thing that defensemen do a lot. I mean, double digits in, in goals, too. Um, it's it's absolutely incredible. Um, they're such a weird team to figure out. They have a brand-new head coach in David Quinn. Um, so, you know, he doesn't want to lose, but, uh, um, you know, their goalies are abysmal. <laughs> um, you know, our, our old friend Capo uh, and, and Reimer's hasn't been great. Um, and so, yeah, it's an interesting team. They have Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer, who has been on fire as well. And Logan Couture, um, but they also have a lot of young guys. Um, so yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, there's teams out there that aren't, aren't trying to win, you know, cause there's Connor Bedard out there. Um, but you know, there's, the guys are playing for jobs too. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, mix for sure. You might as well call them wild West because uh, they have old friends up and down the lineup, Nico Sturm, Luke Cunnan, yes. Nick Bonino. And as you mentioned, Capo Kakinen as well, uh, Nico Sturm with five goals so far on the season. So uh, getting an opportunity to be a third liner, uh, for the Sharks, making the most of that for sure. But yeah, you mentioned Capo, and um, I, I think that's going to be one that Wild fans will look at, or some Wild fans at least will look at for the rest of time as like mm-hmm. a well, he is too young of a goalie to be uh, letting go of and cutting bait the way that um, the way that the Wild did, and his numbers aren't terrible. It's just. He hasn't really done anything with San Jose that he didn't do here. And so I think in that instance with Capo, I think the Wild just kind of realized that they they f- saw his ceiling of what he can be as a goalie and that it just was time to kind of go in a different direction. Well, I mean, the team, uh, before they traded him, uh, they were winning in spite of their goaltending. Uh, the you know, the combo of him and Cam just wasn't good enough. Um, or, you know, they saw that that wasn't going to be good enough for the playoffs. Uh, 
obviously it didn't really matter with uh, with Mark uh, Andre, um, you know, versus St. Louis. But um, the, like you said, the ceiling was there for for Capo, um, and it was just time to move on. And um, Jesper is on is going to be here soon enough, you know. So um, he's Jesper is the real deal. He's a lot better goalie than Capo, and so that's the future. And so they didn't see a future with with the Finn, um, and that's okay. That's 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 gonna happen, um, yeah. you know. And uh, you just gotta move on. And uh, and you know, Billy made the right decision. It looks like. Um, I want to finish by just talking and taking a look at how the uh, Western Conference is doing right now because it's going as exactly as we would expect it to. Um, in both divisions, and so we'll uh, we'll finish that up as we conclude today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. After this, final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen each and every day. Seth Topal and Alex Micheletti finishing up today's show by discussing the Central Division, a division in which we fully expected that Dallas and Vegas were going to be leading. Granted, it's still you know ten, twelve games in. But um, I, I don't know, which, which one is the bigger surprise to you uh, that Vegas is leading, that Dallas is um, leading the Central, or you could flip it and look at the fact that St. Louis is in dead last in the Central right now. Of those, which is the biggest surprise? Uh, I would say St. Louis, <laughs> just uh, based off how, how they finished the last season. Um I was, I'm completely shocked. Um, you know, they, ha- they have all the talent in the world. Um, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason it, uh, you know, Bennington has not, has not been great. Um, and they don't have much of a goal, a backup in, in Thomas Grice. Um, and so, um, it's a mess. Uh, you know, I think they'll eventually figure it out, but, uh, that, is, that is shocking just with the leadership that they group that they have, uh, you know, Ryan O'Reilly is a great captain. Um, and so that that's shocking. Um, Dallas, I don't, I don't think you could say it's shocking just because they have some amazing young talent. I mm-hmm. mean, Jason Robertson is an absolute stud. Rupe Hintz, uh, Miro Hishkinen, uh, they have one of the best young goaltenders in the league and, and Jake Ottinger, um, who's, who's banged up right now, but, uh, Scott Wedgwood's, uh, is a capable backup, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And then you got a team like Vegas um, who, uh, you know, we'll see if Logan Thompson can continue this in Aiden Hill. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they, but they have, they have a strong veteran group, uh, yeah. you know, Petrangelo, Eichel, uh, Martinez, Riley Smith, Wild Bill Carlson, um, the, the names, Jonathan Marcheseau, the, the names go on and on. Um, and so, that's a team, you know, that uh, has been together for, for a bit. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it, as they continue to get more and more healthy, um, you know, and Mark Stone plays at an elite level, that's a, that's a team that's going to hang around for sure. Um, you know, but they need to stay healthy. And we saw last year the health went way down mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it cost them a playoff spot. So, yeah, we'll see if they can continue this run. Well, and I think a team that was hungry this year and maybe more so than any of us realized to erase the narrative that their time was up, that some of the moves that they had to make due to the uh, the salary cap situation that they were in that we thought kind of signaled 
and again, 13 games into the season. But some of the moves that they made that we thought signaled the ends of kind of the, the storybook start for the Vegas Golden Knights, I think this is a group that was just hungry to come out and say, nah, we, we've got good hockey left. And uh, it's just, I don't think you have a new coach situation other than maybe Peter DeBoer or Rick Bonus in Winnipeg that has gone better than uh, Bruce Cassidy in Vegas. Yeah, he should have never been fired from Boston. I I still don't, you know, Boston's got some issues right now too uh, that we'll talk about later. But, uh, you know, Bruce is a great coach. Um, uh, for whatever reason, Boston decided to go in another direction. Um, you know, they, you know, Jim Montgomery's a fantastic coach too, but I, and Bruce should have never been fired. And so I'm glad he, you know, is getting a second, uh, you know, immediate chance right away. And, mm-hmm. uh um, you know, he landed in a perfect spot, like we talked about with that, with the veteran core that they have. And, um, kind of like you said too, they, they're, they're trying to prove a point too, that they have some hockey left in them. And, you know, those are a lot of those guys on that team, um, uh, you know, like Jonathan Marchislow talks about a lot of, you know, the misfits, um, uh, that, that got their second, uh, you know, wind, uh, when they were picked by Vegas in the expansion draft or, or traded there. Um, and, they're trying to prove a point. Um, and, you know, a guy like Jack Eichel too is trying to make a, a point too, because he's, you know, had a lot of criticism in his career that, you know, that he's not a winner. Um, and, uh, you know, he's really trying to, to show the rest of the league that, Hey, I'm still Jack Eichel. So um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting team there in that uh, division out, out uh, West there that uh, there's a lot of teams that are roller coaster up and down and, uh, you look at a team like Edmonton too, <laughs> just um, times a flat circle. Uh, Jack Campbell's off to a horrendous <laughs> start, and um, you, know, it's, you feel for those Canadian teams because uh, uh, there's so much pressure out, out, out up there to to win. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's a wild start for sure. Uh, speaking of Boston, we'll uh, we'll finish the show just talking about because I think it's a big enough story in the hockey world. That, uh, that it should be addressed. Uh, the Mitchell Miller signing and then Boston making the decision to terminate the, uh, the signing after the backlash that was received by the decision to do so. And it's, it's a situation, I think, that is, you know, it's, it's disappointing in the way that Boston is phrasing it, I think is the big issue with they they signed Miller and obviously he has a very checkered past and it's kind of like they were trying to spin it as though they didn't really have access to the full details of everything that happens but it's your job as a team to do a th- thorough enough investigation into a player that you are potentially going to sign to prevent this sort of thing from happening in the first place. Uh, it doesn't seem like there was much of a vetting process. If, if you don't even speak to Isaiah's family or Isaiah himself, uh, you know, the victim, uh, it just, it makes, it makes no sense. And it's, it's too bad because, you know, Isaiah has to, we live all the moments now uh, because of, of the signing. And that's, that's totally unfair. Um, 
I, you know, I think we're all uh, for second chances, but you know, it's a privilege to play in the best league in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I don't think Mitchell deserves that. Um, He still seems to not, you know, fully grasp, uh, you know, his actions. And uh, even if you're 14, uh, you know, to still, you know, not fully apologize for for what you did. um, It's, it's crazy. Um, And, you know, it's unfortunate that Boston went ahead and did this without even consulting Gary Bettman and and the, and you know, the rest of the, you know, the ownerships, um, in, in the league um it's it's crazy it's uh it's 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 really sad um for a proud franchise and good for the players too that uh when they were interviewed uh and, you know marcus's brother nick felino uh, you know a veteran in the league for a long time um said you know it, you know and they were just you know it was unacceptable and not part of their culture and uh patrice bergeron one of the best captains you know that this league has ever had um had some strong words too um, that he was on the fence with with the signing and um, yeah it's it was a sad day for hockey I'm glad glad that he's not going to get that chance now um, I don't think he should he should ever get the chance yeah it's it's just and if you haven't um, if you haven't yet I would encourage you to look into what all happens that has prompted you know this reasoning to not that that he just doesn't at this time warrant getting a chance in the NHL um props to the NHL as well props to Gary Batman for saying mm-hmm. yeah we weren't consulted on this in the slightest and he's not eligible to play in the NHL right now and in order to do so there's these check there's these checklist items that are going to need to be taken care of before that can happen and yeah it's just it's a huge black eye for the Bruins organization and hopefully is a hopefully is a learning moment for sports franchises to just make sure you do your due diligence um there are situations like this that happen all the time that don't get spotlights and it doesn't take it doesn't take much to look into things and just make a decision of no this is not a route that we're going to go but what's important is that the effort is made to do so oh 100% and um in situations like this, too, a lot of times the victims' voices are silenced. And in this case, you know, Isaiah's mom was was vocal and uh, good on uh, on you know the NHL fans too um, that were really upset about this too. They 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 made their voices heard too, and uh, I'm glad the league league saw that um, too. And you know that. Uh, you know, the fans, uh, you know, were, were really upset about this. Um, and uh, again, um, when when a team tries to go behind the league's back and does this, it, it it's really, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, I, um, I hope, uh, I hope the rest of the league was watching this and, and saw, um, you know, what, what the fans um, of the league um, had to say. Yeah. 100%. And um, I think that's where we'll leave it. And I think that's where we will leave today's episode of Locked on Wild. Wild are getting healthier, and hopefully we will have uh, some more definitive word as to if Marcus Foligno is going to travel on the road trip. 
by the time we talk to you tomorrow. So make sure that you load in for tomorrow's episode of Locked on Wild by subscribing on YouTube, following on your favorite podcast platform so that you don't miss out on any of the content we have coming at you all throughout the week. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.